Hey, listen, how good is it to have the boys back on the box? Hello, Brisbane. for sports as Brisbane crowds are consistently the league's biggest. North Korea launching an intermediate range missile over Brisbane's new bike hire scheme. What am I going to see in Paris that I can't see in Ashburn? Like at what point is a Highgate Hill? At what point is it South Brisbane or South Bank? You will find the location of where the treasure of Brisbane is hidden, mate. When I arrived, they advised I needed some 4X. Hello and welcome back to Unpacking Brisbane, the show that asks, as an ugly virgin, how much do I have to pay Jennifer Lawrence to date me? Hang on, hang on, I've gotten my notes confused with the latest hit film. This isn't a pitch meeting. Bro, I'm absolutely going to see it. How good does No Hard Feelings look? Seriously. I tell you what, they seriously don't make them like that anymore. It's It's a pure, it's a sex comedy, Henry. And that is a genre that has not existed uh, for the last 13 years, maybe for good reason. And also, Joe, coming off the back of a pretty quiet little few years from Jennifer Lawrence as well. I know, because I know. she, Jennifer Lawrence, wins an Oscar, yep. falls up the stairs at the Oscars. She wins, she wins Best Actress for Silver Linings Playbook, which I think we can all agree she was not the lead star in but somehow manages to campaign her way to a best actress oscar yes yes and absolutely. and then does like then does random and, shit and, and for Sil- a little while. silver linings playbook a good film but decisively not a sex comedy in the vein no. of no hard feelings at all and i ain't got and i ain't got parents in, in paying fact, in fact the sex. premise of silver linings playbook is very much hard feelings such as bipolar <laughs> you know that is a hard also- fucking feeling that is indeed, yeah. That's uh, and I don't know how much they're going to grapple with that in No Hard Feelings. <laughs> I can't, I can't judge having not seen the film oh. as of yet. But I will be. There's, there is talk in this unit, Joe, and not to scare you, but there is talk of a Tuesday night attendance. Wow, there is no there hard feelings. Now we're not about no hard nothing feelings. can nothing confirmed, but there is yeah. talk. vicious rumors about yeah. me requesting an immediate release from my Tuesday night plans in order to watch No Hard Feelings. Yeah, that is, and that's some really impressive rumors, Henry. That's that what I'm Ben. Right. That's what Ben Hunt tried to tell the dragons today. He said no hard feelings. I just he said no hard feelings. I just want to go watch uh, the game with the Broncos. And they said, and it's what, and it's what, no, and it's what Wagner tried to tell Putin. Now I know it's the Wagner Group, but in my mind, they're led by a guy called Wagner, and I mm. reckon I'm far from the only person in the world who believes that. I mean, my mind immediately went to the Toowoomba. <laughs> family who sued yeah, I, Alan I, Jones for defamation. Um, you, you're not. You're not the first person to mention. Uh, no. Immediately thinking of that, I. Uh, I, no. I thought they were going up against Hutchinson's builders, but um, turns out totally different continent. Uh, it very, it would be. Conflict. It would be a stunning turn of events if Toowoomba-based billionaires, the Wagners. Mm. Including Kenneth, who I've met several times, and is a oh, is a really? nice guy. He kept, well, he was buying a hotel in Townsville, so oh. he was up here a fair bit. That would shock me if Kenneth was like, "I'm moving out of the realm of buying property and moving mm. into the realm of overthrowing Vladimir Putin." That yes, would I'm, that I'm, would I'm rock my socks. A, I'm moving into a pretty different business, um, but uh, looks like nothing, uh, no real dramas going on in Russia, and probably nothing to see there in the near future. No, we've, um, we've essentially calmed it down. Um, I like that we did a little news wrap at the beginning. Yeah, no, a little, a little bit what of, of that? culture and a news. All right, new thing, new thing we're doing: the news. New thing we're doing, Triple J hack 
for a couple of minutes <laughs> at the beginning. I, I was driving home today and I heard a bit of hack. Mm-hmm. So I was just surfing, surfing the dial, man, just to check yeah. out what the competitors is were that, doing. Is that, yeah, I was going to say, is that weird for you to listen to commercial radio as a commercial radio host? I, I find that, like, I'm more interested in what the other stations are doing now. I'll, I'll, I'll like, go oh, cool. through and, and try and hear what everyone's doing. Uh, not that, yeah. obviously, Triple J are commercial, but they... No, sorry, yeah, uh, but, you know, you know what I mean. Um, But... Like for all the parody that Hack gets given of the way that Triple J presenters talk, I'm not kidding. I heard the opening phrases of that current affairs program was like, "Um, some shit got real in Russia this weekend, <laughs> and we need to talk about it." I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" My, my favorite Triple J thing recently, and I will say the Triple J breakfast show is actually very, very good at the moment. Um, I think the Drive Show is quite good. I think yeah, Hobbit like, 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 is funny. I honestly, I think they're quite a good station at the moment. Um. There was Hack did a segment a couple of weeks ago about blue balls because there's like <laughs> the first comprehensive study into blue balls has been done, proving what all uh, teenage men have known deep down in ourselves in that it's not really a thing um, and it's a little bit mm. of a have. Um, it's a bit of a have. But there was just this insufferable like, I mean, like I get it because they were saying blue balls is a feeling that maybe women can have too, but they were like, let's talk about some... Um, like alternatives for blue balls that are more inclusive and just the most disgusting, visceral alternatives um, that if you stall for a moment, I'll bring them up. Because they were, so, I mean, the real. they were so much grosser than what blue balls is. Like blue balls is kind of cute. Blue balls also sounds like... I mean, the real question Hack should be asking is when is James Cameron going to integrate blue balls into the Avatar 3, into 4, world, and 5? That would be world funny if, like, the main plot device of Avatar 3 was the Na'vi being like, we've all got blue balls. Yeah, so great. Here are already blue. Here are, here are the other alternatives to blue balls. Junk funk. Ugh. Oh. Groin groan. <laughs> and and my, favorite, my favorite... Crappy crotch, <laughs> <laughs> which is not accurate. Not that. No, I've got a crap. That sounds like you've shit yourself out your dick. Well, yeah. I was going to say you can't say crappy crotch because crap is associated with another part of the body that's very close it's to very near the area the crotch. afflicted yeah. by that one. That sounds exactly. like, oh, sounds like I've you've... got I've got pooey penis. It's like, well, no, that's another part of the body that's very very close. Oh, oh. yeah, no, that's I wouldn't I wouldn't be going with any of those. My, I do enjoy it. I do enjoy at the moment, though, the, uh, like, I'm hearing a lot of people, and obviously they're tanking in the ratings a bit, but a lot of people criticizing Triple J and saying, ah, oh, Triple J shit, it's so bad, it's going through such a bad, and it's like, I do find it amusing in that you hear 50-year-olds being like, yeah, totally. oh, Triple J, I don't like it anymore. It's like, hmm, maybe that's because you're not in the age bracket of 18 to 24, which is specifically that- what they are I was going to say, as a 23-year-old at- who uh, still enjoys, I'm like, well, you know. Well, you're in just, their I'm, precise I'm demographic. Demo. I'm, you know, it would be, yeah. It's like, no, it couldn't possibly be that I've gotten old and my yes, tastes yeah. have changed. Like, they don't it must be the decline of station. No, no, they don't. Yeah. For good fucking reason. I listened for 40 minutes and not once did I hear The Offspring. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. life's well, going anyway, to change. Sold, we've anyway, solved, solved government-funded Russia, radio. Russia, and, radio, uh, and no hard feelings. Uh, a bit of housekeeping, Henry. Well, speaking of music, mate, I I yes. suppose we we should throw the ball to you now. Uh, I guess the headline here is the mangroves 
have lied again. Yeah. Once once again, we- the Mangroves lied. It wasn't our last ever gig uh, the last time we said it was. Um, and I honestly think the world should just fucking buckle in for this. Um, I don't really think there'll be a last ever Mangroves gig. I, I you know. No. Nah. Maybe one day we'll even have kids and they'll take up the mantle. Maybe that's putting a little bit too much pressure on them. It's your dream, not mine, Dad. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Um, what about Henry? We- oh, I want to play sport. And we'll be like, like no. okay. Hey, get back. No, you're playing theatre sports, okay? Dad, I just want to play rugby. <laughs> no, no. No. You're doing debating. Now, <laughs> yeah, can I hang out with my friends? No. No, you're staying in a room and watching all the Oscars movies before the Oscars <laughs> are on. <laughs> you better believe. You better believe my son will have seen Winter's Bone before the age of 10. Coming right for Henry there with uh, year 12 and you just had to pump through 12 years of slave in your uh, your summer holidays. Can my kids come, can my friends come over for a sleepover? Yeah, we'll watch Parasite and Decision to Leave (laughs) as a double feature. We'll we'll dive into a bit of... Then we might do a bit of hidden figures because this kid needs to learn about race and NASA. And race and space. Why didn't they call the movie that? Why don't they call the movie Space Race? Why do they call it Space Race? <laughs> For those who don't know, Hidden Figures is a movie about um, some of the black female scientists who worked at NASA and helped put a man on the room on the moon. Uh, why was it on not the called Space Race? They on put the a man on the room. They put a man on the room. Not very impressive, that. Uh, why was it not called Space Race? Oh my God, that is maybe the best. That's, that's a better alternative title for something than Groin Groin. Than Groin Groin. Or I've got Crappy Crotch. Get the fuck out of my house. Crappy crotch. Oh my god! Get yourself a towelette. <laughs> Get yourself a moist towelette, please. Absolutely. Uh, no. So we were talking about the mangroves. So yes, unfortunately, yes. Okay. So we did do our last gig, and then we played a gig in Townsville. That was a bit of a nostalgia fest, just as a bit of a send off to me. And then there was another gig that was truly an offer we couldn't refuse, Joe. Yes, Henry. We got asked to play Suncorp Stadium. Uh, we played some covers. So only half the band, so only me and Nelson uh, plus Tom and Logan, two, two of the most talented ring-ins you'll ever see. Uh, we played about six covers at Suncorp before the Titans game on the weekend, the Broncos-Titans. Uh, and, Henry, it's a fascinating one because we go out to play about 10 minutes before kickoff. Um, well, actually, firstly, 20 minutes before kickoff, we go out and play Love Story by Taylor Swift, uh, giving us the wonderful moment of saying, for anyone who's upset, Taylor isn't coming to Brisbane, this one's for you. And you right. get a bunch of rugby league heads on a swivel going, what the fuck? I came to the and I, to get away from Taylor I Swift. heard that's why the Amex website crashed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, Pete, we actually broke the news that Taylor wasn't mm. coming to Brisbane live and uh, everyone with their Amex. Uh, everyone, there were a lot way, of people on the fence about this Taylor Swift. By the and way, people, they heard your cover. People being like, oh, the Amex, like, oh, it's just for the VIP package. If you have an Amex, you can probably afford the VIP package. I some don't, of the, who's got one without the other? Some of the Instagram screenshots I'm seeing of uh, checkouts for the tickets, are, yes. that is some eye-watering money. I am also loving uh, Instagram screenshots of the checkout for the tickets where they are not including how much the ticket costs. And it's like, well, we know you got an Amex VIP package and you're just oh, embarrassed. Yeah. Just, own, just it. own it. Own it. How own many it. people do you think hurriedly signed up for an Amex this week oh, in order to get through. It's actually, actually, tell you what, great promo for Amex. Um, and they great really needed Amex. the help, American Express. Uh, no, but Henry, right. um, last thing, Mangroves was great. Um, so surreal because about 10 minutes before kickoff, there's probably about 40,000 people in the stadium. We launch into What's My Scene. <laughs> and there's something funny about playing to 40,000 people, basically none of whom give a shit about what you're doing. 
Like we've seen, I've been, I've it was seen a huge pre- crowd. About forty thousand. Huge Forty. Um, it was yeah. ultimately forty-two and a half thousand. Um, for the game, like it was bumper crowd, massive, um, massive. But crowd. you know, I've been to, I've been to the footy before. I don't care what the pre-game entertainment are playing. It doesn't really bother me. So maybe they're like the the friends and family who were there got around it, and the twenty people near the stage got around it. But it was very funny. Um, yeah, I I will say the intrusive thoughts when you step up to a microphone and you know forty thousand people are about to hear what you say. Gee, it. Some options run through your head. <laughs> gee, gee, you briefly entertain the idea of. Oh, by the way, I played trivia the other night. This is related, um, and uh, the trivia hosts were very dicky about. Don't. All right, come up with a funny name. I've heard them all before. Your names aren't funny. I bet you can't come up with a name I've never heard before. I was very, very proud of our trivia team name, Henry. Mm. Keeping in mind, uh, the trivia hosts read out every name. Uh, our trivia team name was. Everyone get out of the building. There is a fire. <laughs> which, I, which I thought was great. <laughs> More inventive than what I often had to read out, which was, I wish this microphone was a cock. <laughs> which was one of the regular team names at Trivia when I was a host. That's and a little bit again, funny. I, oh, yeah. I would, I, listen, it was, it was it always got a giggle. I would, gets, I would yeah, always. Yeah. I find that funny. And coming in as our 17th team this evening... Gosh, I wish this microphone <laughs> was a cock. It was a, was a cock. Um, Which is strange because it wasn't like I was putting the microphone in my mouth. No, to, no, no. to continue the analogy, it's someone just like doing this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. An hour and a half. I don't know a, a lot about. I don't know a lot about what you do with a penis, but I don't think you just ask a trivia question. I mean, put it this way: I'd be pretty annoyed if I thought I was in for a great night, and then suddenly someone's just you know a few centimeters away from the Q zone asking. <laughs> Uh, me to name all the characters from Friends. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd struggle. It should be uh, a pretty yes, easy that, trivia question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Or it's the hardest question in the world. Name all the characters from Friends. <laughs> so, oh, we don't, the court, we don't mean we the mean, six. We're not talking about the six Friends. We mean every character from Friends. Yeah, there are hundreds that you need to go through. This oh, is going to be gosh. a long night. Um, but yeah, Hen, uh, Mangroves was great and I maybe should have said into the microphone, I wish this microphone was a cock. Now, you also, uh, Suncorp Stadium, you came down for the State of Origin football match. I, I, I did, just briefly before moving on from the Mangroves playing before the Broncos at Suncorp, maybe you could share this. A lot of people have asked me how on earth that came to be. Oh, yeah. Um, um, well, basically, the event management company that runs... like. I, I don't know why I've spent years assuming why haven't the Broncos personally given us the call-up. It's because they're more worried about running a football club than uh, who's playing mm. covers at the game. Um, <laughs> event management company basically heard good reviews from um, a Brewdog gig we did a couple of months ago. Um, wow. And thought you guys would be a good fit. Um, and I had to play it really cool and be like, oh, yeah, no, good opportunity. Um, we'll talk budget and we'll talk, um, obviously, logistics and stuff. Meanwhile, internally, I'm like, I'd fucking pay you to do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so it worked out really, really well. You performed on the same field as Darren Lockyer. I know. Mate, Which, I of course, we've established is your dad. I performed on the same field as the Nitro Circus, and uh, that's <laughs> really exciting for and me. And Guns N' Roses. Mate, I mean, yeah. incredible exposure. It's funny that, like, the final gig for now, I suppose, is our biggest ever by, like, you know, to play to 40,000 people is so funny the amount we bigged up just how big the gig at the zoo was going to be. And then. Mm. Like that's it's amazing, and it was and it's it's. I like that in the same way that all bands when they move into this stage, it's like wow, two of the original members, yeah, Nelson yeah, and very, Joe. Like Hamish is overseas, I couldn't come down for it. Yeah, so. it's very like it's very like yeah, maybe it's technically the Mangroves, but you know it's it's not quite the same thing. No, exactly. 
Uh, very exciting stuff. Yeah, it came down for Origin. Was was Beautiful. was a blast. Came down with the radio station. Joe got to we got to link up briefly at the uh, at the Caxon afterwards, and I had the opportunity beforehand. Bit of a bit of like a part of the radio show up here is the kind of folklore I built around 101 Caxon Street, where of course yep. the Caxon Street yep. Studios. An address totally. I now feel safe saying we yeah totally. I'm, since I'm we no to... longer live there. I was going to say, but, yeah, we used to, for those wondering, we used to live at 101 Caxton Street, Petrie Terrace, Queensland. The uh, postcode was 4,000. Feel free to go there. Yeah, feel free and to pop we, in. We don't live there anymore. We don't really care. It's just an address now. It's not really doxing yeah, anyone to just say address. an address. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd be doxing the lovely. So, yeah, because it's a big part of the radio show, when, and like it was a bit of Henry goes back to this share house. He doesn't shut up about this yeah, kind of right. mythologized share house. Correct. Went around the knocked on the so firstly they locked the gates so I couldn't even get in something we never did and then I went round the back and sort of walked up to the back door thinking no one was home immediately yeah. they've got a cat there now by the way oh uh, well that's new we didn't have that no it didn't at all um more possibly than that house I ever saw in two years yeah. mate uh, no and that's absolutely right yeah, <laughs> I wish this microphone was a cock and we uh, but I yelled out like hello. And a lovely guy came out and uh, we had a long conversation, interviewed him for the radio. He came on. Uh, we compared about Nige, the neighbour who's moved. Oh, he's into a oh, different house there? on Caxton oh, Street. But he's, different oh, he's house on Caxton Street. He's done his, yeah. his popping around thing. Yeah, he so he, he's, he's still swinging about and we compared notes about. And, and then some of the things that he bugged us with, like, remember he was like, I need you to write to the council because we need to get this driveway paid because oh, it's right. technically yeah. council road. Uh, that's yeah, been fixed. Like... Some of the potholes have oh. been fixed. Some of the some of the things. So it was great to compare with uh, the new uh, owner who had a nose ring. Some of the... Oh, uh, that's, again, very some different of the to us. I like that. Different tone. It's really evolved. But, yeah, that's so good to... um. Good to visit the Caxton Street Studios. It was very nostalgic yeah, and great to celebrate back, an origin win in uh, at the Caxton Hotel, which I, which I miss very much. Uh, mate, should, should we now we, celebrate? We get into yeah. it? Uh, let's unpack the magnificent suburb of Eagle Farm. Wikipedia, whip, whip, whip now, Henry, there's been a lot of chat about the population of Eagle Farm. Should be a pretty easy guess. Off you go. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people got in contact about this. It's similar to Mount Cutha, I believe. As of the 2016 census, the population of Eagle Farm, zero. Are you sucking my dick? <laughs> <laughs> if only this microphone. No, Henry, you if know only, what I love? If only you this microphone. Love? You know what I love? If only this microphone. Oh. Or a buttercock. Oh, oh, how I lament this microphone's oh. form. How I look at this cold, pallid piece of metal, barely throbbing, barely alive in my hands. Not a vein in sight. <laughs> just wire, just cables and mechanical. Um, egg on your face, mate. It was oh. zero in the 2016 census, which seemingly oh, no. is the census that everyone's read. 2021, 11. 11 people somehow moved into New Farm. There is now some residential land in New Farm, enough enough to make 11 people live there. It's it was exciting. the starting side of the Brisbane heat. They yes, all decided yes. Sorry, to when move I say 11, a house together. Um, the Australian Test Cricket Team have a share house in Eagle Farm, just the only house there. Yeah, uh, 11 makes me think there is either, maybe it's like a very small block of units, like four units mm. um, or two houses. Uh, but I have no idea which one is the case. Where on earth would they be? Imagine, like, I have no idea. 
If someone told me their address was in Eagle Farm, that's and they a, were a party. I mean, this with cricket, it's an identifiable amount of people. Oh, definitely. I dare and say that's a statistical anomaly. And we'd also know this with uh, the Priestly Eleven, Henry. It's another very identifiable one. Oh my! Accessible uh, reference. I, yeah, I know. Which I always thought was um, cricket related uh, for a while. Yeah, led by like a captain called James Priestley or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and we've now selected the Priestley. That's very. You can tell I'm doing my admission documents, and uh, this is sort of okay. freshly, freshly in my mind. Okay, uh, my, uh, right, my main well, suitability matter. Don't listen to this podcast. <laughs> and you list you, that. Well, yeah, Please yeah. don't listen to suitability. I wouldn't listen to this if I were you. The board. Oh. All right. What else in the Wikipedia? <laughs> Apologies, I'm losing you a little bit, mate. We want to right. You've got me back now. Got me back. back. Don't uh, know how to Wikipedia. All right. Well, wanted to begin with something that surprised me. The neighbourhood of Windstains is located in Eagle Farm. Now, you've already established that as of 2016, there was zero people living there. As of now, there's 11. How on earth could a place that is so small have the distinction of another neighbourhood within it? Yeah, that's very true. Like a separate neighbourhood of Windstains that no one talks about and no one knows where it is. Mm. It's bloody unique, I'll tell you that much. Um, Eagle Farm first appeared as a name in 1839, identifying an area in Moreton Bay. Uh, Captain Patrick Logan chose it to farm maize, pigs and cattle. That is maize being the crop. He didn't start a cool maize there, uh, like a tourist yeah. attraction. Like Tasmasia in Tasmania. Very cool maize. Fun. Now, is there a the- is there a connection between like I mean obviously because mazes are often made of like long grass and could um, could resemble crop is there a is there a connection there mate that I reckon you might be right on I reckon or is it short might- for amazing uh, no it's comes from the same origin as a maze bloody origin. Sorry, yeah, origin. No, as in like like amazing and maze come from the same origin. Oh, wow. An old English word called amazion, uh, which just sounds like a guy with no teeth <laughs> trying to tell you how good Queensland is on Wednesday night. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, all that too. Amazion. It comes to the word, no. I'm Asian. And then a bunch of racist people in England were like, he must mean amazing. Oh, yeah. And he's I really like this word. He's trying and to say And also, amazing. how well-travelled is this man that he's in England at this and early in, time? Yeah, in the 1400s saying, amazion. Do we even have Amazin. a word for that yet, mate? Um. By the way, we get Eagle Farm from eagles being observed around the farm. So for those placing, we pets, are not kidding. We are not kidding. It's for once the answer is fucking obvious. There were eagles around a farm. Bang. Next question. Also, what are they talking about? Like, I never see eagles in Brisbane. Do you reckon that's just a? Were they gentrified out? Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe they were hunted out or something. The eagles. I don't know. There's a lot of falcons around Brisbane, but I don't think any a lot eagles. of falcons. No, they say so the eagles used to hang around the farm. Bloody the Trebojevich brothers, am I right? What oh, like that? the seag? No, yeah, no, definitely, Henry. Oh, yeah. Luke Brooks was spotted down there. Mm, yeah. Yeah, an eagle to be. An eagle to be. By 1834, Joe, uh, yes. women prisoners were working as field oh, labour no. at Eagle Farm. Oh, yeah. no. Unpaid labour by women prisoners. What is this? Mum washing the dishes? Bang. Look at how woke is that? that how, is good, woke. how good is um, that? 
that was a very Triple J hack thing to say. Thank, thank you. The program much. we are quickly auditioning for to be the new yeah, host. We were, we're sort of subtly uh, angling to host. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but don't listen to any of our podcasts. Listen to this one. Yeah. By 1836, 40 female prisoners were housed there, washing and mending clothes, growing vegetables. The site okay. remained a prison for twice convicted female felons until transportation ended in 1839. Conditions for the females at the prison were documented by the Quaker missionary James Blackhouse in 1836. So, this is interesting. I mean, I like that the site becomes a prison for... So, it seems like they evolved into being for twice convicted female felons. Yes, so they're really, they're really nasty ones. I like uh, James Blackhouse, who uh, was very keen to document the conditions of female prisoners... Um, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll pop a in. Of, a lot of one-on-one interviews uh, yeah. with how the female prisoners were going um, from James Backhouse there. Yeah, yeah no, it of... really feels like I should live in the prison. I oh, really, James, um... you don't think you could just go in by day and interview people? Or... No, I'd simply... I really no, think no. a couple of nights in the cells uh, would really appreciate uh, what these women um, are going through. I, yeah. Uh, and I'm about to go I'm trying to... I'm writing a new TV series called Orange is the New Black in a hundred years from now. Yeah, so I'm leaving this to my great, 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 great grandson, um, uh, by which I mean, of course, he's my great, great grandson who's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Confu- oh, he's confusingly great. from James. Um, but we're not related, but he's oh, my, my great grandfather. Um, he's someone's better, grandson. Better than he's my bloody great. <laughs> he's going to be someone's grandson one day. No, that's very interesting. Um, the female prison. Eagle Farm Airport uh, served as Brisbane main, Brisbane's main airport until the opening of the present Brisbane Airport in 1988. Didn't know there was a separate airport. There you go. Not only did I know there was, my mind, there was a separate I thought airport. the airport was an Eagle Farm. No. Well, it's a bit further north, but it's also like 1988 is not it is way more recent than I would have thought. Yeah, I thought totally. that airport had been there for ages, but... Uh, well, I wonder if rich people complained about the noise back then. Oh, seriously. I wonder if the Greens won an election off the back of flight paths. And then it's like, so what are you going to do about it? It's like, oh, we'll probably just lobby a bit. Oh, I thought, oh, we'll door knock. Oh, so you're telling me that um, electing a local Greens councillor won't change the flight paths over Bulimba? No, not at all. Oh, good. Oh, good then. What if he came out and was like, we've gotten desperate. My name is Max Chandler Mather, and I have desperate times call for desperate measures to make sure that the people of Ascot are getting enough sleep. Mm. I am going to bomb these planes. Mm. He's like, we've decided to do a grassroots movement, by which I mean I put grass <laughs> clippings in with fertiliser and light it on fire. Um, we are blowing out the Brisbane airport. It's just, it's just good politics. And Labor's, <laughs> and Labor is like, ah, oh, well, you know, they make some points, but uh, we've got to be a little more pragmatic. Anthony's like, I wouldn't be. Albo's like, I'd be okay with maybe uh, cutting one of the wings off one of the planes <laughs> yes. so that the it you can know, still fly, but it'll be in a, a little less l- noisy and a little more lopsided because it'll have one less engine. When I was in we did more sparkler bombs on some planes, less, <laughs> less destructive. What, um, if we, uh, what if we got rid of some of the in-flight movies so people were laughing less and the flights yes. were a little... No, we'll, <laughs> we'll get that... We'll get rid of no hard feelings with Jennifer Lawrence off the flight plan. So now that's now it, that's how you actually would lose an election. Um, mm. Royal Queensland Golf Club located uh, in Eagle Farm, but apart from the golf course, the suburb is industrial, um, except for the eleven people that inexplicably live there. I um, believe that golf club is where the golf for the twenty thirty two Olympics is going to be played. Fantastic. Now, Henry, um, something quite fatal uh, to. 
if we were stricter on doing stuff in this episode, is the fact that Eagle Farm Racecourse is actually in Ascot. So, um, hmm. we're just going to ignore that fact outright. Um, Did we talk about... I believe we probably spoke about the racecourse in the Ascot episode as well, but that yeah, was Yeah, let's just ago. say we spoke about, like, Doomben, which is a different... And honestly, thing. who's... No one's going back to fact-check us, are they? No, no one's... No one's... Surely not. Um, just the people... A couple of, couple of heritage listed... Uh, yeah, a couple of heritage listed sites from you. The Allison Engine Testing Stands, which I looked up and sounds dreadfully... Like, sounds like somewhere your dad would take you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're eight and you don't have any other options and he won't take you to see Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. What an the, asshole. E- the Eagle Farm Women's Prison and Factory Site, as we spoke yeah. about. That's a bit of a historical site now that you can pop and see, heritage listed. And also the Second World War Hangar Number 7. One, well. two... Three, four, five, six, seven, and we go to stay alive in the hangar with the guns, shooting down the planes. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. Well, there was at least another few played, verses in yeah, that one. Played, You're played right. you out, mate. Played you a out. Prick. <laughs> can I? Can I quickly tell you a story? Yeah. Um, so Archie was doing a. I think I was away for something, and Archie was doing a, a weekend broadcast. And so the way that like outside broadcasts work being that like he was on site and you have to have someone back at the radio station operating the desk, like the panel operator. So we had this casual panel operator in and it's usually like a kind of, you know, it's where you start doing that sort of stuff on the weekend. And, you know, Archie's obviously the breakfast host and they, so she's like on her second shift as a casual Archie's doing like talking at this thing. He's going for a couple of minutes, having a chat, and suddenly the intro of the song begins, yeah. and the music starts coming. So he's like, "Oh crap!" and just quickly wraps it up, and then he talks down the line during the song to the panel operator again, a casual on her second shift, and he's like, mm. "Oh, all good, mate. There, you, the music started playing. Did you just happen to hit the wrong button? Did you accidentally hit next?" And she goes, "Oh no, I just got really bored. Like I thought you were talking <laughs> for too long, so I, I started <laughs> I playing to, the music. I decided to play you out." <laughs> And Archie was like so stunned. I mean, because he's like the nicest guy, he was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, Random, he probably was like, like, oh, okay, fair enough. If you do that to any other that breakfast so host in funny. the country, it oh, would I just be. Thought, oh, I just thought you were a bit boring. I oh, was, I didn't. Yeah. Thought we should cut to a music break. Yeah, I thought we'd better. give it a. Anyway. Uh, all right. Well, Contemporary Eagle Farm, I mean, the only real feedback we received from people was he's around the fact there. that. Z- I mean, Harry, Harry got in touch, and I think he's team town planners, so yeah, fucking take this with a grain of salt. Harry, Harry Connolly, Mr. Town Planner. Um, he thinks he, he, he's bloody married now, and he thinks he can say whatever the hell yeah, he wants. Absolutely. Lovely wedding, though. Absolutely still hungover. Oh, Harry no, said it has a population of zero. Billy said, where's all the eagles? Grace said, female prisoners were used as labourers there. Nothing like wholesome colonialism. So, so, so true, Grace. Grace quickly becoming one of our most uh, valuable contributors in Unpacked Yes, I was say, it's fantastic. Uh, it is the opposite of Wavell Heights with no residential presence. I mean, exactly. Apart from a golf course, it's purely industrial. Grace, again, not usually named, but referred to as between Hamilton and Pinkenbar. I'm beginning to think Grace is some sort of historian that should probably be hosting a podcast like this instead of us. And James came in with zero eagle farms. Very disappointing. Yeah, so, and he's right. Yeah, I, I will right. say, I mean, sort of the only thing going on there is um, going over the gateway uh, from the south side. You go through eagle farm. It's kind of, you know, it's nice. It's fine. Um, mm. If you were like, I don't know, like in my mind, Eagle Farm is probably like a bit more of a thing to you if you were like an Ascot or a Hamilton-y person because you probably drove through it a bit more. 
Like it's kind of at the top of Kingsford Smith Drive. Do you reckon kids learn to drive there from those suburbs? Yeah, it'd be a good place to learn to drive. I don't know. I just it just feels a bit, and it's ironic because it's a suburb that we've chosen fully voluntarily to do for this episode. It feels a bit nothing. I'll tell you what is at Eagle Farm: Super Butcher. My mum goes. Oh, I've been to. We did a. We did something at the. I think we did a wedding. Yeah, I think we did a wedding for Nova. Actually, yeah. well, now it's occurring to me talk about contemporary and my experience with Eagle Farm. Yeah. Basically, all the time I've spent there has been Nova-led. Like, when I worked there, the Eagle Farm, we did. I, I, I did a Fashions on the Field event there that I hosted while yeah. I was still just, like, a Castanova because I think they literally could not find anyone else. Like, none of the hosts stuff. could do it. Yeah. None of the on-air people could do it. The usual guy who would fill in. So, it, it got all the way to me. So, I hosted fashions on the field, which is ironic for people who have ever seen my fashion because mm. I dress like, what did uh, what did Katie Wheatley say at my 21st? Henry dresses like a blind toddler on vacation. Yep. Like a little <laughs> kid getting dressed in the dark. Although, it's less, it's less fun when you lean into it. Like when you or when you intentionally dress like shit, that's way less fun. It's great when you mm. think you've worn something quite nice and it sucks a bit. That's my favorite. I mean, the the prime example being the jacket. I got the jacket <laughs> thinking ugliest, I'd ugliest hit a hole I've in my ever seen in my life with so many zips in places you would never need a zip. A detachable no. hood. It can oh, be like of course. it's a where I, I did we we never burnt the jacket. No, we always joked about burning. I just think it's at your house. We joked about throwing it in the river, and we joked about bur- we joked about throwing it in the Hudson River when we went to New York in 2018. That would have been very. Funny. But we uh, did. I like. I think I forgot it. I, just, or I, I was like it with you. Yeah, I think you were like. I'm yeah, not actually, throw it in the fucking river. That's right. We did joke about throwing it in the Hudson. Miracle on the Hudson. Yeah, me yeah, not yeah, having we, to wear that we jacket get rid anymore. Of this jacket. Yeah. So you had a real. So you had a strong Nova association with Eagle Farm. Yeah, I mean, there was also like a Melbourne. I remember there was a. It was it was early enough in my Nova days when I was trying to say yes to everything to you know earn their approval to get including to including saying yup to the cup. I said yup to the cup indeed, mm-hmm. and which is where the term yuppie comes from. But I, yeah, it was like a fourteen-hour shift the day of Melbourne Cup, and I like it was a Tuesday, and I had an exam the next day, like a quite difficult oh, yeah. law yeah. exam, and I just remember being like, I can't. Probably, say I mean, no probably difficult shift. for you, yeah. <laughs> I imagine you probably did find it difficult. You, you stupid man! Oh, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm I was I'm an oh. I'm on the roll of solicitors, and you're not, motherfucker. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> For a few more weeks, <laughs> I hold we're, the title of admitted. So. You are an admitted. Despite the fact that you work in a law firm, yeah, still you're you're more lawyer than I am at uh, the moment. I will, I will take All it. Right. I will take it. Um. I think we've touched on the fact that it's a weird part of town geographically. Yeah, totally. I imagine it's going to have a big role to play in the Olympics. I know it's yeah, not exactly right. where the, but it'll be near the Hamilton Athletes Village. And, uh, yeah, and I think I think that there's just so much industrial land around Hamilton and around Eagle Farm and around Pinkenbar as well. Looking at the map, that will just that'll get built up, that'll get used. Wouldn't shock me if in twenty years' time, those enormous apartments developing in Hamilton start encroaching on Eagle Farm. I, I think. I think Eagles Farm's days of 11 people living there are fucking numbered. I agree. I think That sounds like I'm going to kill of, kill some of them. I mean, it's going to get shit up. <laughs> it's not going to go down. I now speak directly to the 11. <laughs> your days are numbered. To the Eagle Farm 11, your days are numbered because there's going to be some more of you. It might be the Eagle Farm 30. 
We're taking the 11 and we're sending them to play in the 100. Pen, um, I was reading about the Barley 9 um, <laughs> and I, I got thinking. They were from Eagle Farm. Uh, uh, well, no, one of them went to Lorries actually. So I was oh. kind of, this was like a sort of, you know, Brisbane Barley deep dive type thing. Um, reading about Lorries. Uh, so Barley 9, there are only yeah. nine of them. It's a catchy name. If there were like 1,200 people smugglers in Bali, or drug smugglers rather, you wouldn't call it the Bali 1,200. What is the amount of people in your criminal enterprise where you still get a catchy name like the Bali 9? Less than 20. Okay. So you don't think, you, yeah, I don't think you get the Bali 34. To no. Way you don't, I don't think you get to be the Bali 20. This is, uh, this I is think, also I think what you should chat 20. about age gaps made me think I'm like, there are more of these very niche number-based things I want us to explore. I wonder if when you hit 20, the order swaps and it's the number first. It's like the 21 warriors or something. Like the 21 smugglers sounds a lot okay, better than yeah, the Bali 21. Better. Maybe yeah. once Because oh, um, the Bali 19 still works, but is that because I know about the 9? Yeah. You know what's catchy? The Bali 12. Fucking really, yeah, really baby! Really fucking work. Barley, barley, fourteen, slightly less so. I think you not start, good. I think you start to drop once it gets to single digits. Honestly, I think you're yeah. right. The the thirty one smugglers, even the forty eight smugglers, sounds a lot better than the the mm. barley forty eight. Sounds like a fucking starts to sound like the Indy five hundred. Like a it does a little bit. Yeah, like a little. Did we? Did you, me, Sam, and Joy when we went to Bali? Toss up, putting a photo up saying the barley four, <laughs> yeah, and then deciding it was probably still a little bit hot. Uh, I think it, it was, was probably, probably a little bit spicy. And there was probably also an element of like, you don't want to be going through customs and they're like, bang, we'll just check your phone, could you? Uh, mm. And then it's a photo of the four of you with the barley. No, we definitely tried that. Maybe I'll upload now what, a photo of now it what now. Would, yeah, do it now. Yeah. <laughs> now, what would be tricky is if you were traveling with a bunch of eight mates, and there were nine of yeah, you. The temptation yeah, yeah, would yeah, always yeah, be yeah, too yeah, great yeah. to resist. I think you'd have to do it if there were actually nine of you. If there were nine like of you. If, if you were doing like a bachelor party in Bali or something, and there were just nine of you there, I think you'd have to say the Bali nine. I'm now shortlisting the eight people I'm going to invite yeah. to my bucks in Bali just yeah, to right, get this. Right. <laughs> we, we, we and also, you could almost play dumb. You could all yeah, like no yeah, one yeah, would yeah, no yeah. one would believe you, but you could be. It's like the guy who has the Bali Nine burger on Stratty, and when yes, they were like, right. "Hey, this is insensitive. People died," and he was like, "I don't know what you're talking about. There's bloody nine Balinese sources on this, mate. What do you mean, <laughs> mate? I just genuinely don't read the news. I we have I don't read the news. Of, I don't, there are nine yeah, of us me, boys in Bali. Me and my nine friends went to Bali. I put a photo up that said the Bali Nine. What are you referring to? Well, conversely, the Bali Four is more obviously a joke. Yeah. Like, like you are referencing something. Bali nine, that's kind of fun. Nine of his. Fun. That's great. Um, but yeah, no, it does have a big role to play in the Olympics, Eagle Farm. Yeah, whatever. Uh, should we ask the question? Let's do it. Does Eagle Farm fuck? It's got to be no. Like, it's a huge no. There's might be 11 people there technically, but I imagine they're all just cooped up in some industrial warehouse. Yeah, they're there's in, nothing fucky. The they're in the freezer at Super Butcher. Sleeping overnight. No, there is nothing fucky about Eagle Farm at all. The only schmeat is the super butcher. Yeah. And can I say this? I don't know if I'd want to fuck a butcher. No. The I'll only... say this with respect to the butchers of Brisbane. I don't no, know I don't if I'd, I'd want to fuck a butcher. I don't think I'd fuck a butcher. I'd be a little worried. I know they. I know butchers aren't also cannibals and they don't butcher and eat people, but 
Well, well. It would enter, it would enter your mind that they could. Butchers no. have a base level fascination with flesh. Yes. I don't in think way, that's out of line. In a way that if you were sleeping with a commercial breakfast radio host, you're not quite as like appreciably mm. worried about that they're going to eat you. That you're going to eat you or, or cut into your flesh. You certainly <laughs> so know they think... wouldn't have the skill. Here's one. I reckon I'm less concerned that a florist is going to become a cannibal yeah, than yeah, a butcher. Yeah, yeah. Let, like, I'm not saying weird. that. I'm not, not saying, saying that all likely. butchers. Yes, yeah. I'm not saying all butchers are cannibals, but I am saying that all cannibals are butchers. Yes, I agree. I agree. If not professionally, as a hobby. I mean, they sort of have to be, right? Like you're not just killing they have a to person be. and then just just eating it raw. No, like, on some level. No, you're right. All cannibals are butchers. They all cannibals are butchers. Have to be. At some point, you've got to cleave. Yeah, absolutely. They they cleave <laughs> themselves. They cleave they a cleave. They, uh, they cleave. They, they got to cleave. <laughs> Jerry, they cleave. cleave. <laughs> He's a cannibal. He cleaves. So this girl, this cleave, girl I'm Jerry. dating, she doesn't cleave. Oh, George, she's, she's a butcher. She doesn't cleave. What does she do? She slices. <laughs> oh, you can't slice, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> the long forgotten cannibal episode of yeah. uh, so good. of Seinfeld. All right. Should oh we well, yeah, it up? doesn't fuck. The only argument fuck. you could make is that it uh, the races and people look good, but I think yeah. even the suburbs where kick-ons for the races happen or where the pre's yeah. are are more likely They're to fight. No one's fucking at the races. No. Maybe in a cubicle, but that would yeah, be well, crazy. But even then, hate that. Let's not get in. Let's not get into that. Well, it's a city on a river, and don't you ever forget it, kid. You beauty, Henry. We've we've somehow done it again, and we've brought factual accuracy, verve, and a lust mm. for life. To this little show well done i i don't know what your week looks like or your weekend i'd love yeah. if by the time we come back for this next week both of us could have seen no hard feelings starring yeah Jennifer no Lawrence. i reckon that's probably doable i'll, I'll try and see i'd love i'd love both of us I'd to make to really concerned about it and i'd love us to make really niche references to no hard feelings in the next episode that'd be maybe that's that's homework for every unpakistani as well maybe i'll put this episode up on wednesday so people have a bit more time like yeah, if if all um, Pakistanis could make d make their best efforts of seeing no hard feelings yeah, by the that's time that's of, your that's your homework that's everyone. because we're going to be expanding the Jennifer Lawrence sex R rated comedy yeah. cinematic universe yeah. next week. Yeah, you're going to put it this way. Sex comedy, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put it this way, Joe. If you don't go and see no hard feelings before the next episode, you're officially out of the loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there right. will be we'll be spoiling it we'll on be next week. Spoiling episode. it. Um, and for those uh, afflicted with this deadly disease known as FOMO, um, you're gonna <laughs> want to see no hard feelings. All right. All right. So your your pre reading for next week is see no hard feelings. Right. Everyone, we're seeing no hard feelings, and not even sponsor of the show. We just really all want to see it. No, we couldn't have a sponsor. We barely open the emails. Yep. All right. Mate, Ashes kicks off this week. Female Ashes is going to come down to the line tonight. I think we say the, women's. The, sorry, women's <laughs> Ashes. We say female Ashes. Okay. Female Ashes is a, <laughs> female ashes is a women's only crematorium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not bad. Um, no, no, no. Very exciting. Oh, Lots to look forward to. There's heaps going on. There's heaps happening in the world. If you, if you can't donate to a charity, just give someone a smile on the bus. You know what I mean? <laughs> And uh, That's for the last time from Henry and I, how I wish this microphone were a And if at some point you have a microphone, I hope for your sake that it is a cock. Because the wish of that happening is all but too painful. Uh, That's all from us here. 
at The Light Show with Stephen Colbert.